hello, Sackings Therapy, uh, playoffs round two edition, semifinals edition. Um, this time, on this episode anyway, we're gonna just basically just gonna recap the playoffs. We're also gonna have another episode talking about the Kings, but you know, in order to lead us into all the games, Fong. Whoa. Well, let's just get started then. Uh, first game we have up here is Nuggets versus Jazz. Game seven was pretty much a slugfest. Some stats to go over. Um, not the 50 point games that we expect from, you know, Donovan Mitchell and Jamal Murray, but uh, Donovan Mitchell ended with uh, 22 points for 9 for 22 with uh, 2 for 8 free points, while Jamal Murray. Ended up with 17 points, 7 for 21 shooting, with a 1 for 6 free point. Uh, some notable stats, I guess, is Nikola Jokic with 30 points, 12 for 23. He really uh, helped carry out the Nuggets to this win, with also a 2 for 5 free point. Uh, let's see, what, what did the Jazz do? Uh, Rudy Gobert, 19 points, 8 for 13. That's about it for the Jazz. Um, but during the game, wow, that that last like couple minutes was uh, pretty crazy. I would have to say. Yeah, and um, yeah, and you know, I guess you know they just fired all their bullets in the first six games, and this, you know, the seventh game, you know, defense was more locked in. You had a Gary Harris return for uh, the Nuggets, and you know, you talk about like how bad the Nuggets have been on defense and there were a lot of Nuggets fans saying that well you wait for Gary Harris to come back come back and like you know our defense will be good I didn't believe them but boy he really he didn't lock up Donovan Mitchell but he definitely made it really difficult and he had basically what should have been the game winning steal on Donovan Mitchell until uh, Jeremy Grant blew the layup Um, oh yeah Yeah, you know, as for like, you know, Jokic finally showing out, Jokic even had the uh, game, basically the game winning uh, hook shot over Rudy Gobert. And yeah, like Jamal Murray was good, but he wasn't, you know, the 50 point scoring machine. And Donovan Mitchell, again, was good, but he didn't have that second star. That second star was Rudy Gobert. Rudy can't create his own shot. And, you know, Jamal Murray, you know, again, had a decent game, but he had, you know, Nikola Jokic to kind of pick up the slack for him. Mm-hmm. And that kind of was the difference, even though Rudy was good. Rudy was really good. And, yeah. Mike Conley uh, could have picked up a little too, but he didn't have a good rate game this game. It's just, uh, this is unfortunate. Like, they didn't have Boyan Bogdanovich. Lord knows what happens if they had him, just having that second guy. Mike Conley's just not that score. He's really kind of like a worse version of Kyle Lowry, I guess, in a way, a less scoring version. And mm-hmm. yeah, it just, it just couldn't, you know, split the. I guess like he couldn't really support, you know, Donovan Mitchell. Too, oh enough, yeah, fortunately. For this game, uh, who do we predict to win? I forgot. We both predicted the Nuggets. I think. Okay. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't have predictions for Game Seven. We I said Gate if uh, Jazz won't lost Game Six, it's over. And yay, I sound like a genius. <laughs> but yeah, it was a close game. <laughs> It was a very close game. And yeah, you know, Nuggets advanced to basically get eliminated and wrecked by the uh, Clippers. And we'll get into that, but they did come back. All right, let's see. Uh, Moving on, we have the Rockies and Thunders, which uh, 
has happened like man it's already been a while now but uh, it's only been a few days but yeah <laughs> it's only been like a long time to be yeah, pandemic has really kind of screwed yeah. us up so game seven uh okc versus houston uh houston came out with the win some notable stats from okc uh 19 points from shea gildress alexander 19 points, 6 for 11 shooting, 3 for 4, 3 points. Uh, Dort, 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 30 points, 10 for 21, 6 for 12, 3 points. That's a big one. Uh, Chris Paul, 5 for 11 with 3 for 6, uh, 3 points. Uh, going on with Houston, this game, a lot of people said that James Harden really didn't play offensively with uh, 17 points, 4 for 15, with 1 for 9 three points. But um, they did say his defense picked up. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess that's so. Uh, Eric Gordon and Robert Covington with 21 points each. Uh, Russell Westbrook uh, coming up with uh, pretty nice points after his injury, 20 points, 9 for 20. No free points, and uh, that's pretty much it. Um, what do you think of James Harden's so-called defense? I mean, it's like don't get me wrong; he's not like as bad as people think he is. But like, let's let's not get let's not get overhyped about his defense. He was pretty terrible throughout the night, but like he had you know the game basically the game-winning defensive play, you know, blocking Dort and forcing the turnover. And he guarded Steven Adams pretty well. Like, you know, they try to go down low to Steven Adams. It just doesn't work. Like, yeah, I get it. Like, you want to post up the smaller, like, defenders. But with with how the Rockets, like, double and, like, you know, pressure the uh, big men, don't throw it into the post unless it's Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. And they don't have Joel Embiid on that team. So, but yes, uh, Dort was um like it doesn't even speak enough that he was the leading scorer of the game he locked up uh james harden mm-hmm. james harden i i started watching in the second half and i think james harden only had one bucket against door the, <laughs> the entire second half and yeah like he he was amazing and yeah like he he would he had the thunder won this that he would have been the mvp of the series oh yep <laughs> It'd been interesting if OKC have uh, moved on, but in my opinion, I don't think they would get too far with the Lakers. No, but it would have been interesting to watch Dort guard LeBron. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think he can. I think LeBron's too big for him, but that'd be an interesting. But yeah, like, again, they, they fought hard, and <laughs> like, I was even talking to one of my coworkers, and you know, he's a, he's a Rockets fan. He says he's not a Rockets fan, but he is. And he was like, I basically told him, like, imagine had the Thunder not traded um, Russell Westbrook for Chris Paul. I think the Rockets are favorites for the title that if that didn't happen. And like, imagine this series if you had if you had uh, Chris Paul and the Rockets and uh, Rust on the Thunder. This is a sweep, right? Uh, yeah, I mean. I really thought um, the Rockets that one year would win against uh, the Warriors, but never happened. So uh, if Chris Paul did stay in the Houston, um, yeah, I, I would say that they would uh, have been a better team, in my opinion. 
Yeah, probably. Uh, now, now that I dig about it, will Chris Paul be staying in OKC still? I forgot what kind of deal he signed with them. It is. He's got two, I think, two more years left with $40 million on each. So, wow. Um, re- get ready to see him on the Knicks. There's been a lot of talk about him going to the Knicks. Oh. Okay, well, let's just move on from that because that sounds like a whole nother story. Uh, Bucks versus Heat. The last game uh, played was game... Let's see, oh, today's game, pretty much. Uh, game four. Uh, Bucks came out with the win. Sadly, Giannis came out uh, with a right ankle sprain in the with only 11 minutes played, but he did score 19 points with 8 for 10 efficiency with one free point, or free point, yes. Um, uh, from what uh, I read from the stats is that he was the highest scorer at the time, and the second highest was Kyle Corver with three before I he think, came out. I think up until like the fourth quarter, he actually was the leading scorer for the Bucks. Or like except except Chris Middleton, but yeah. Dear goodness. <laughs> that's yeah, that's something. Uh speaking of Chris Middleton, Chris Middleton played almost forty eight minutes with thirty six points, twelve for twenty eight, and uh three for seven three points. Uh let's see, who else is noble? Other than that, the rest is uh pretty much normal for the Bucks. For Miami, Jimmy Butler, uh, will slow, um, seventeen points. A little slow, <laughs> a little slow. <laughs> I I couldn't think of a better word than slow. <laughs> not this it's, it's word. Not I worst, it's not the worst yeah. game in the world, but I mean, it's, like he was fine. He was fine. He was fine, but I don't know. I don't know what to say, but yeah. Uh, seventeen point six for fifteen uh field goals, no threes. Uh, Jay Crowder eighteen points. Bam Adebayo twenty six for ten for thirteen. Oh, I just noticed Jay Crowder eighteen point six for twelve field uh field goals with six for twelve three points. That I... fucker hit six. Wow, wow. Okay. <laughs> I just saw that. Duncan Robinson, 20 points, 10 for 13, with 6 for 12 free points as well. Uh, Goran Dragic, 17 points, but uh, 5 for 17 efficiency. That's not... It's alright. Uh, other than that, like... It's alright. That's terrible. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. <laughs> I mean, how old is he now? That's, that's not the problem. It's 1 for 9 <laughs> from 3 that, that I have a problem with, but... Uh... Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, this is the most surprising series to me overall, just because I did not expect to, to go, what, 3-1 now, but, like, for the Bucks to go down 3-0 and almost get pretty handily defeated in all of them, and, except Game 2. Game 2 kind of was decided on pretty random, pretty bullshit calls for the most part, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like, the Bucks did not deserve to win that game, so, and, and yeah, like, they've been kind of handily dominated by the heat and like uh, you know jimmy butler had you know a slow you know as we said a slow game but like he provides a certain level of stability like he's going to get his buckets and then the role players just have to do their part and they have been doing their part i don't remember if i said this on on one of the episodes but 
I was saying like you know the Bucks are just gonna double off of uh Jay Crowder and just let just let them beat him or let him beat them and he's been beating them. He shot six for twelve. He is notoriously a very shitty three point shooter, but he is shooting <laughs> lights out this series, and that is that's big for them. And that's kind of the difference between you know the Heat winning and losing because yeah. the Bucks give up a lot of threes, and he's hitting them open threes and. Duncan Robinson, of course, we know he's a good shooter. Tyler Hero, for this game specifically, was nasty. He hits, I think, what from my counting, just watching from the third quarter, he hit three clutch threes in the fourth quarter and overtime. Just clutch threes. This, this kid has balls, and he's a rookie this year, so he's going to get better. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be big. And, of course, we mentioned that uh, Giannis was injured in game four in uh, the second quarter of game four, but oh, he's been good. It's just that I think the role players haven't stepped up and the Heat's role players have stepped up, I think is the big difference between uh, this, between like the two teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I feel like when it comes down to uh, game five, I, I really think the Heat will take it, to be honest. And uh, I want the Heat to take it, <laughs> in my opinion. Um, I will say we'll get to the next series, but like them, you know, giving the Bucks a little bit of life. Eh, you, you never know. It just might change. Jay Crowder is not a good shooter. Mm-hmm, like has yeah. historically been a pretty awful shooter. Maybe he, he, maybe the heat dies with him. You know, maybe the Bucks will extinguish his heat, as you would say. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, like and. I, one thing I like to just bring up, uh, Chris Middleton. Now, it, right before the regular, right before like the bubble started, um, or maybe maybe it, like just recently, uh, Bleacher Report po- uh, posted an article of the top 100 players in the league, and Chris Middleton made number 10. Really? He, yeah, he was the 10th best player on that poll, and so I decided to just kind of look up his stats and let me. So basically, let me see his sh- his regular season stats uh, for this year. So forty nine percent from from the field, forty one percent from three, and ninety one percent from the free throw line, uh, and twenty points, just barely missing out on the fifty forty ninety club. Now, let's see his postseason stats. However, are a different story. <laughs> Uh-huh. Now, for the postseason, he's been shooting 40% from the field, 36% from three, and 77% from the free throw line. And yeah. that's kind of been the difference mm-hmm. between the regular season bucks that were on pace, I think, for 70 wins, and them, them just barely, you know, getting barely like avoiding getting swept by the heat. And don't get me wrong, he's he's okay for the most part. The the other role players haven't stepped up, but he needs to step up more. And in this game, in game four, he did. He had thirty six points. And just one note about the like Bucks offense: their offense is not much better than the Kings' offense. I'll just say that. Like, so Middleton isolated so much down the stretch, and he came through for them. But that kind of just exposes how bad the offense is, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, like, I I think this is a coaching thing. This is you know Middleton not stepping up. Eric Bledsoe is who Eric Bledsoe is, and like, yeah, the role players need to step up. Giannis is doing his job for the most part. So, like, I I'm not I'm not loving the kind of discourse on it 
online about how Giannis is the issue. Yes, he can't shoot and he doesn't provide spacing, but he is like he is a force all on his own, and the role players just are not stepping up. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully he's he won't be injured for the next game, and we'll see him. But yeah, we'll we'll have to see. Let's see. Next game will be. Is it? It would be in Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay, yeah. So let's see if that right ankle sprain uh, won't be carrying on till then, but I guess we'll be moving on to the next game. Do you have anything else to add? No, that's it from the Bucks and the Heat. All righty, then. Uh, let's see. Next game we'll be talking about is Raptors versus Celtics. Right now they're two for two, and... Yeah, I mentioned Celtics may have blown the series by losing Game 3. Now, yes, I put that note specifically because now the Raptors have life. And had they gone down 3-0, like, I'm putting that down as, you know, a sweep. And, like, the Raptors did not play well in the Game 3. And just barely won by a, basically a rushed OG Ananobi 3 that happened to go in. Honestly, like, sure, like, Jalen Brown shouldn't have been off of him so much, but, like, he, you know... You know, that was a tough pass to make. And, you know, all the credit in the world to uh, Ananobi for hitting that. But if you're going to give up, if you're going to lose by a, basically a rush three with 0.5 seconds to go, you pat him on the butt. You know, mm-hmm. shake shake his hand and you know move on. But now that it's tied 2-2, like, you know, I think the Raptors have a chance to come back from 2-0. Celtics might have just like you know lost their chance to dominate and and finish the series. Yeah, it's pretty much a new ball game out there right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see some stats from Game Four uh, for Toronto. Pascal Siakam, twenty-three points, ten for twenty-three shooting, but two for 13 three points. Oh, yes, yeah, so that was really weird to see. And if you look down, uh, Jalen Brown, two for eleven from three. Um, Jalen yeah. Brown. Okay, we'll get to that in the Boston side in a bit. Uh, Fred Van Vliet, 17 points, 6 for 19, with 5 for 11 three-point shooting. Uh, Kyle Lowry, 22 points, 5 for 16, 4 for 10 uh, three-point shooting. Wow, Serge, okay, 18 points, 7 for 9, and 4 for 4 three-point shooting. That's not bad for you at all. So for the Boston side, uh, Jason Tatum with 24 points, 10 for 18 shooting, 1 for 6 threes. Jalen Brown, uh, like Owen has mentioned, uh, 14 points, 4 for 18 shooting, but a 2 for 11 three-point shooting, that that does not look good. Uh, Kemba Walker with 15 points, 4 for 9 shooting, uh, 1 for 6 three-points, yeah. Not really a good uh, three-point shooting game for the Celtics this game, but we'll see if they could catch up. Have anything to add? Um, I'll just say, like, you know, Pascal Siakam, everyone kind of question. A lot of people who were high on the Raptors were th- was thinking that, you know, he would be really good in the playoffs as the first option. And clearly he's not that guy. And this him and Giannis just kind of proved to me I'm kind of done with you know, quote-unquote superstars who can't shoot. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't have that shit anymore, unfortunately. And, yeah, um, again, I, as I said, I think that, you know, Celtics might have blew their chance, but looking at the stats, I mean, like, Pascal still isn't playing all that well, and, you know, Lowry and, you know, wow, Lowry shot 5 for 16, Jesus. But, like, yeah. <laughs> I, th- you know, like, 
These are two very evenly matched teams that I think this series can really go either way. And, you know, mm-hmm. Raptors have a chance to come back, but, you know, I'm not, I don't trust Celtics to shoot so awful from three. Like, they're not a great sh- um, three point shooting team, but, like, you know, 20% from three, that's pretty bad. And I think they're going to bounce back and probably win game five. Let's see. I, I forgot what kind of, did we make predictions for this game or this series? I think you said Raptors. I don't remember. I don't remember, but at this moment, it's pretty 50-50 split for me, up to Game 7, I mean. Okay, who who do you have winning Game 7, then? Game 7? Ugh, that's... It's a tough one. It could go either way. Uh... Uh, I I can't really say. I, I I want either team to win, but uh, with either team to win, who would be facing Miami? I think, um, in my opinion, I think it'd be nice to see uh, Boston versus Miami. In my opinion, yeah, I think Boston. I, I will pick Boston to win this series now, but because I just, again, I'm kind of done with uh, superstars that can't shoot, uh-huh. and yeah, I, if you know. From what I've seen from Pascal, I am not believing in him at all right now. It's just mm-hmm. he's he's kind of been exposed and just kind of how I guess limited his offensive arsenal can be. Like he can quote on he can physically shoot the ball, but he can he can't really make them. So mm-hmm. I just I don't think he's got enough to carry them. Not not that he not that he needs to. Like the role players are actually doing really well. It's just I don't think he can give him enough juice to advance to the next round and beat the Celtics or beat the Celtics enough to advance to the next round. Uh, yeah, we'll have to see then. Uh, let's see. Moving on, we have Rockets versus Lakers. Um, some stats we uh, should go over for uh, Houston. Uh, Eric Gordon, 23 points, 7 for 14 uh, shooting with uh, 3 for 8 free points. Uh, James Harden, 36 points, 12 for 20 shooting. Wow. Uh, three for six, three points. And, uh, Russell Westbrook looking like his old self. Uh, 24 points, 10 for 24 shooting with, uh, one for five, three points. That's pr- pretty much all the noble ones for Houston. Uh, I forgot to mention that the Houston Lakers game is going on right now. And yeah, currently it's just nine ten. Yeah, I started the first on my screen. Okay. For the Lakers side, uh, LeBron, 20 points, 7 for 15 shooting, uh, with three or two for seven three point attempts. Uh, Anthony Davis, 25 points, 10 for 16 shooting, for uh, one for two three point attempts. Uh, And pretty much that's about it for the Lakers. Those two are the only one that is pretty notable. It's it's almost like the Lakers only have two guys on that team that can probably win them a championship. I mean, their third best player is either Kyle Kuzma or Dion Waiters. Like it is a big drop off after those two. Um, yeah. And yeah, like uh, this game really just uh, the m- main thing I came away with. PJ Tucker is the greatest fucking player ever. He guarded he, he guarded LeBron really well, and he you know. Like Anthony Davis did not even dare to try and back him down. And yeah, he is just 
he is the modern day Dennis Rodman. And that's just, it was amazing to just watch him on defense out rebound big guys, by the way, too. That was just fucking insane. Mm hmm. And yeah, like PJ Tucker, it's unfortunate that he signed a mid-level exception for only $8 million. He should be getting Draymond money. Because he really <laughs> is like, uh, other than Draymond, I think he's the best defender in the league. Or Draymond at his peak, I mean. But like, yeah, just it's so good. And another note, you know, James Harden, 12 for 20. That's an amazing uh, Harden game. And Harden made it look easy. It, I, as I said, like, you know, Dort, without Dort on the floor guarding him like he is having it so easy with guys like kcp danny green and alex caruso like those guys can't really hold him and you know anthony davis isn't protecting the rim like he normally is so mm -hmm. yeah uh who do you predict to win this series oh that's gonna be tough i'm i'm i want to be ambitious i'm gonna be ambitious actually i'm gonna say rockets in, in five rockets in five wow okay then uh, I feel like if Rockets were to win, they should win quickly. Uh, that's my opinion. And if Lakers really want to win, I think they would have to take it to Game Seven. I would say Game Six, but who do game you have to six. win the series? I I still think the Lakers have a. A better chance, to be honest, and uh, I, I don't, would say I don't disagree with that either. Like, I think honestly, my pick is just stupid because you know Houston could miss twenty-seven threes at any moment. So yeah, I mean, for the Lakers side, I wait. They gotta step it up a little. Uh, I mean, besides LeBron and Andy Davis, I mean the role players are just eh at the moment. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say about the Lakers. I mean, this game for uh, Houston, it's pretty pretty well-rounded, I'd say. Uh, with still, you know, James Harden and Russell Westbrook uh, being the main priority scorers. Uh, but, yeah, just need to step up a little. And I think uh, Lakers could take it in, yeah, six or seven games, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. And you know, like I love I love me a bank shot and Russ is other than KP, the most the guy who shoots the most bank shots. And he had a quite a uh, he had a, I think one specifically that I really loved in this game. Mm. Yeah, I, I kind of missed that from him. I got to shout out the bank shot. To be honest, I haven't seen I haven't seen a live game with him shooting a bank shot in a while. I should I should you pay watch Rockets to... games. No, but yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I should pay attention to this one, and we'll see uh, whoever wins this one. Uh, but let's move on to the last game we have to talk about, which is the Clippers and Nuggets. Um, let's see, when did they play? They played yesterday, which is September fifth. Uh, the series is tied one to one, and uh, Denver. Yes. Uh, Denver won game two with 110 to 101. Uh, let's go over some Denver stats. Uh, Nikola Jokic, 26 points, 10 for 17 shooting with four for five free points. Mm, that's that's great. Uh, Gary Harris, welcome back. Uh, four for seven free point shooting. 
Uh, Jamal Murray, 27 points, 10 for 21 shooting with 3 for 8, 3 point shooting. Uh, and I'm just going to throw this in here because I kind of like this guy. Uh, Michael Porter Jr., 11 points, 5 for 10 shooting with uh, 1 for 5, 3 points. Moving on to the Clippers. Uh, oh, Kawhi, 13 points, 4 for 17 field goals with no threes, 0 for 3, 3 points. Uh, yeah, that's pretty bad. Uh, and Paul George, 22 points, 7 for 19 shooting with 4 for 10 threes. And pretty much everyone is uh, pretty much the role player. Uh, yeah. Anything else to add? I don't have much to add to this other than I think Kawhi will definitely bounce back and probably destroy the Nuggets next game because it was a yeah. close, it was a relatively close game. So, like, you know, just I, I expect, you know, um, again, Kawhi to bounce back and probably just take this series 2 1. I, I don't see the Nuggets winning this one at all. Yeah, Kawhi just needs to play well. And uh, yeah, this game didn't seem it or seem that way. Um, other than that, yeah, I really want the Clippers to win. And let's see, they're one for one now. I yes, one one. I still, I think uh, Clippers could win it in five or six. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they win in five. To be honest, I think they're they just completely outmatch, um, outmatch the Nuggets. And like, yeah, they just don't have the wings to keep up with. You know, the Clippers' wings. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, it's I don't even know what else to talk about with this series well you know if the if the clippers decide to just coast we're gonna get more games and we'll have stuff to talk about because that that's kind of their mo this for this year they just (laughs) they're they're so good in terms of talent but it just doesn't work for some reason Mm -hmm. well um i don't know do you have anything else to talk about uh other than these games uh no, that's it for now. We'll uh we'll we'll also record a Kings centric podcast in a bit and probably release it at the same time. So stay tuned for that. We'll catch you on that episode. Yep, we'll see you there.